Back on the pet show, I'm Warren Eckstein. Great time to give me a call. If you love your dogs or cats, want to find out why they jump and hump and dig and scratch and don't use the litter box and don't get along with the dog next door, but other than that, they're the perfect pets. Great time to give me a call. Everyone that calls in, if you have a question about chewing, jumping, barking, digging, whatever it may be, and get to talk to me live on the air, a great gift will be on its way, not for you, but for your best friend. That's your dog or cat. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255. The question of the day, I thought more people would react to it, but I guess that's just me. Do you believe that pets take on the personalities of the people they live with? Maybe that's too close to home. Maybe people don't want to admit, don't want to admit that their dogs or cats have, in fact, the, uh, the same personality that they have. Well, that is the question of the day. I'd love to hear from you, 877-725-8255, as always. You get to talk to me live, uh, I will send you a super gift for your dog or cat, 877-725-8255. Let's start out with, uh, we're going to go to Elliot first, then we have uh, Sarah, Jan, and Darrett, uh, 877-725-8255, but let's start out with Elliot. Hey, Elliot, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, Warren. Uh, I have a two-year, not quite two-year-old female pug. Um, She has... uh, consistently has sores on her underbelly um they're not open or liquid they're all they're basically hard and crusty i got i believe a tube of animax from her veterinarian but it's a very small tube and uh that seemed to improve it but then they can came back and also i don't know if this is part of the related to it but she, she drags her butt across the floor all the time. That's an interesting question. It's a little, you know, it might be more veterinary than for me, but let me give you a reason. You know, rashes on a dog's belly, sometimes they look alarming and they're uncomfortable, but it could be something something minor, but it could be something really serious, such as Cushing disease. It could also be uh, nothing more than, than, than some type of rash from something they came in contact with. However, it needs right. to be treated either way. Um, now, your vet, is he giving you a cause for the rash? Is it allergies? Is he saying excessive licking, anything at all like that? Nothing, no. They just gave me medication. The medication seemed to r- reduce the uh, the raised portions, uh, but again, it was a small tube. Yeah, it, 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 it was. It was. You know, it was a great call on the vet's part, and perhaps you know he's doing it just to, to to calm things down when when the dog is uncomfortable, whatever. Uh, but the bottom right. line is this: the any time. How old is the dog? Uh, she'll be two in September. She's a baby. Anytime you have a dog like this that has something that's recurring, what you need to do mm-hmm. is I would go back to your vet and say, listen, we use the stuff that you gave me, the ointment. Basically, the ointment um, uh, helped, but then it came back. Is there something right. we need to go further along? Is there something else we need to do? If it's just a matter of constantly giving you ointment, then I would recommend, Elliot, and I see that you live in, where, where do you live in California? Glendale. 
Okay, so you're you're right near me. So the bottom line, luckily, we have so many veterinary specialists in Southern California. Uh, My next step, if you're not getting the results, I would contact a veterinary dermatologist. Now, even though it costs Mm. a drop more up front, you'll get a quicker result and make the dog more comfortable. Uh, But that would probably be my recommendation. I would go back to your vet originally and say, listen, you gave him the ointment. Is there something else we can do? If not, should I be seeing a veterinary specialist or dermatologist at this point? It's a young dog. It's a pug, beautiful dog. I love pugs. Sometimes they act like thugs, but I love them. Um, they, when you are have a, they are thugs. They are thugs. I saw a T-shirt in Venice Beach that said thugs, uh, pugs are thugs. Um, so, yeah, so in other words, I, I can only ask you a question, Elliot, is if this was my dog. If this was my dog and had that scenario, I'd go back to the original mm-hmm. vet and say, listen, we tried this, it worked, but it came back. Is that normal? Is there something else we can do? Do we have to test or should I see a dermatologist at this point? Right. Okay. Uh, on an unrelated issue, can I ask you very quickly? Sure. She went, when we first got her, she was very quiet. I was like, oh, this is the best dog ever. She's now a barker. <laughs> uh, we live in an apartment complex, and she will bark when somebody walks by the front window, which I try to stop her from doing. But in the last couple of months, she's barking at ghosts. There is nobody out there. Ah, no, she's... no, 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 not so fast. No, nah, she's not barking at ghosts. Although you live in Glendale, it's a possibility, not too far from far as long. What, <laughs> what's going on here, Elliot, is she hears something that you're not aware of, or she smells something that you're not aware of. Doesn't mean it's not real. It just means that she's more in tune with the environment than you are. Um, so okay. when she's barking, when someone goes past your window and she barks, she goes, rah, 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 rah. is it? Right. One minute? Is it three minutes? Is it five minutes? Is it a half hour? It's several seconds, and then she stops because usually I say knock it off. No, why would you do that? Let her bark. If, In other words, if it's only a couple of seconds or less than a minute, she's doing what a dog needs to do. Psychologically, the dog is, is, is doing what she does. She's protecting its territory and letting you know someone's there. Now, if the dog were right. barking for five or ten minutes, that's a whole different ball game. But if the dog is barking for just a couple of seconds, what I would do, and this may sound eccentric, and you know I would never sound eccentric, I would go over to, what's the dog's name? What's the dog's name? Luna. I would go over to Luna and say, Luna, you know what? Thank you. You might have just saved my life. That might have been a bad person. I did. Thank you, but I have it from here. So in other words, as long as she's not barking excessively, uh, I don't care if you live in an apartment, just leave well enough alone. It's a couple of seconds at a time, and the dog is doing what she should do. However, sometimes when you resolve an issue like that that's instinctive, you'll come up with other problems as well. So I would leave well enough alone at this point. Okay. Going back to the sores and the rubbing of their button, could that be... uh, food yeah it could be it could easily be food you know there's a uh, is she rubbing her butt on the ground a lot uh yeah probably once an okay hour. let me let me let me send you this product okay uh, you, you you hear me talk on my la show about nature vet it's a great company they're based in temecula california uh they've been with right. me i've known them for 30 years their ceo scott garman a good friend they just came out with a new line called scoopables and one of the scoopables is the no scoot soft shoes i had a similar problem with my molly and i gave her the no uh, no scooties to say no scoot soft shoes and it made a big difference so let's give it a shot let me send you some see if it helps out okay that would be awesome thank you elliot keep me posted when you find out from your vet or the dermatologist what's going on okay i will thank you in the meantime don't go anywhere elliot we're going to put you on hold and we're going to send you some nature vets no scoot soft 
Chews. Nature Vets, no scoot, soft chews. Hey, the phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. Got some great calls coming in here. We're going to go. We got. Uh, let's see. We're going to go to... Uh, we're going to go to Portland next. But you know what? Let me hold off. Sarah, let me just hold off for a couple of minutes on you, okay? I got, we got a break in, the, in a couple of seconds. I'll come back to Sarah. And after Sarah, we have Jan in Delaware. You have a great question, Jan. This is Jan, This is what I see on my screen. You think my job's easy? Jan writes, stool in lawn, don't know where it's from. Okay. That's exactly what, I'm not lying. I should take a picture. Stool in, I'm going to take a picture. Stool in lawn. Don't know where it came from. We'll try to get your call as well. Plenty of time for your calls. Lots of great stuff to give away. The phone number, 877-725-8255. That is the way to get through. You know, so many calls come through to the pet show. And I always explain to them that nutrition is so important. But I know it's confusing. You go to the supermarket. You go online. There's literally hundreds of different brands of dog food. How do you know which one's right and which one's wrong? I recently, it's interesting. I was watching TV the other day. And I saw a, a, a quasi-celeb come on talk about how his dog's 27 years old and he's been feeding this dog food and this is what keeps his dog so healthy and happy. Bottom line is the dog food only came on the market about a year ago, so I was been feeding it to his dog for 27 years. I don't know, but let me tell you something about Lucy Pet Food. Lucy Pet Food has been around for quite a while and it is absolutely amazing and they have their own plant, their own laboratory. I got to tell you, the uh, conscientiousness, the, the, the determination uh, of Lucy Pet Food is incredible. There's, it comes right down from their CEO, Joey Herrick, to everyone in charge there. You know, you heard me broadcast from their location, their manufacturing manufacturing plant not only do they manufacture their own but they have their own in-house over a million dollar laboratory which means they have the ability to test every single ingredient individually as it comes in and the finished product as it goes out making it incredibly safe for your dogs and cats but don't take my word here's a listen to what they said about lucy pet food i switched my dogs to the lucy's pet formula several years ago both my puppy that I rescued five years ago. She's in the car next to me if you hear her whine. Oh, I can hear her. Okay. And my senior dog, both were on that and they love it. Um, I do the duck and quinoa Lucy pet formula. And this is what I hear all the time. Listen, if you have a dog or a cat, take my word. You've been listening to me for over 43 years. This is the food I feed my own pets. I recommend it to you with my heart and my soul because I hear every single day what an incredible results people are seeing. So I want you to check this out. If you go directly to Lucy's website, easy enough to remember, LucyPetProducts.com. Come on now, LucyPetProducts.com. You can get the kitty lickies. You can get their dry food, their wet food for your dog or cat. You can get their dog food rolls, whatever you want to get there. Go to their website, LucyPetProducts.com. If you spend just $35, come on now, just 35 bucks, shipping free. So check out LucyPetProducts.com. Today, that's LucyPetProducts.com. You'll be happy, and your dogs and cats will be a whole lot healthier. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. And we are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Uh, the phone number 877-725-8255. That is the, uh, the way to get through. Let me get right back to the busy phone lines here. Let's go to my friend uh, in Portland, Oregon, Sarah. Hey, Sarah, welcome to the Pet Show. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Actually, in September, I'm going to do, for the first time, I'm going to uh, fly and uh, do the coast of Oregon, drive down the coast. I've never done that, but I heard it's one of the most beautiful drives in the country. So beautiful. Good time of year to do it. 
I'm, I'm getting ready. Anyway, what can we help you out with today? Okay, thanks so much. So I have a almost three-year-old boxer uh, American Bulldog mix. He's the best dog, and we love him very much. The one thing that he does is every time, any time you pet him, he has to be licking you. Like he'll lick your arms, your legs, whatever he can reach. And then if he can't reach any part of your body to lick, he'll just start licking himself. Yeah, well, there's a lot of different reasons for licking, okay? Uh, while some dogs lick out of boredom, it sounds to me like you spend a lot of time with the dog, so maybe we can eliminate some of the boredom factor. But also, licking can become a compulsive problem. Uh, one of the reasons dogs lick is a way to calm themselves and soothe themselves. Now, let me ask you a question. Was this dog, have you had it since a puppy? Was he adopted? If he was, what age? Uh, how long have you had him, Sarah? We've had him since he was a puppy, and we got him at about nine weeks old. He was really young when okay. we got him. Okay, so yeah. one, it's, it sounds to me, I don't know, were there other puppies in the litter, or was he the last one left? There was uh, one other puppy that survived. And, okay. And, and the, yeah, and that puppy my sister actually has, and, and he doesn't do this. Okay, so, well, what I'm saying is sometimes maybe your dog's a little bit more sensitive and when a dog licks them, uh, licks you or licks anything around them, it's generally a sign of trying just to calm themselves down. Um, if he's just licking one thing, but he's not. So it sounds to me uh, like it's just his way of calming down. Remember, the first thing a mother does when a litter is born is to lick the puppies. Now, you said the other one survived. Were there a bunch in the litter that didn't make it? I think there was a couple. There's two others that didn't make it. Yeah. You know, occasionally it could be a medical issue. Sometimes if the dog is not digesting their food properly, uh, has a gastrointestinal upset or some type of infection uh, that we don't know right off the bat, that can cause excessive licking as well. Uh, so there's a couple of things. Number one, um, is it the type of dog that's very, very sensitive? If it is the type of dog that's sensitive, probably what's going on here is he's licking primarily. And the fact that he's going from you to himself, it's kind of like an appeasement um it's kind of like yeah, calming them go ahead go ahead yeah, i was gonna say yeah i think he's kind of a nervous nelly in general like he gets scared if he's if, like there was a new garbage can in our neighborhood and so he got really scared yeah i have i have i have one of those i have one of those too my little molly so one of the things that i did with molly and one of the things that you should really be doing as well is listen I don't know if you've done any training with the dog at all, but sometimes, we, and that's an incredible combination between the boxer and the, the Amy Pit. They're just amazing dogs. So sometimes the licking can be lack of mental stimulation. Sometimes the dog just needs more. As much as you're giving him, needs more. So what I would try to do is, is increase your training a little bit, teach him something new all the time, make sure your yard is really interesting, uh, put some kiddie pools in the backyard and fill it with dirt and sand, give him a place to go to and, and dig on his own, hang a tether ball in the backyard, walk him in different areas. See if the mental stimulation doesn't really improve the excessive licking. Now when he's licking you, what a lot of people will do is they'll say stop it and they'll give a toy of his own to play with to stop him from licking. Well, then anytime the dog wants a toy, you're actually reinforcing that habit and causing him to lick more. So if he's licking, just get up and walk away. Now, there are some caveats here. Sometimes if a dog is licking a specific area on their body, you may not see it yet, but it could be a saw. If they're not constantly licking in the same area over and over again, generally, if it's not a stomach upset, it's due to more, more mental stimulation. That's exactly what I would try to do at first.
Sarah, you still there? Oh, God, did we lose Sarah? Oh, Sarah in Portland. I was going to make a personal trip and come to your house. and No, I was only joking. Sarah, uh, call back. Uh, let, if Sarah calls back, I want to send, uh, we're going to send Sarah for her dog uh, some Lucy pet food. Um, so if she calls back, we'll get these. Sarah, please call back. What a great call you had. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255. You know, when I first started, a lot of people had no comprehension or were not even concerned about the fact that many physical things that dogs do are directly related to behavioral issues. One of the rare opportunities I had is when I was living in New York, I was working with the top veterinarians on the entire East Coast pretty much, and we were working on the concept of, of that no one was really talking about behavioral issues in terms of how vets and behaviors can work at the same time. Now, in her case, it could have been allergies too, but it sounded to me more like a behavior issue. The fact that he transferred his licking from them to, uh, from, uh, them to himself. However, you got to be really conscientious about that because excessive licking can be compulsive and cause granulomas and other problems as well. Uh, don't go anywhere. We're going to get to you, I promise, Darrett. Uh, we're going to get to you, uh, Brett in Ocean City. We're going to get to you, Robert in Washington State. Great time to give me a call. The phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. Uh, just a reminder, if you're not following me on YouTube, check out my YouTube channel. Lots of great info there, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein, uh, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. A quick break, then right back to all your phone calls. I'm Warren Eckstein. You're listening to The Pet Show. back on the pet show the phone number 877-725-8255 just before we get back to the phones so is your dog a righty or a lefty scientists have discovered there's a difference between a more right-sided versus left-sided tail wagging does conveying more positive emotion will wag their tail slightly to the right while dogs that are conveying more negative emotion will wag their tail slightly to the left Dogs that are wagging their tail slightly to the right tend to be friendlier and exhibit other behaviors indicating a willingness to interact socially. Dogs that are wagging their tail slightly to the left tend to be more stressed or anxious and exhibit avoidance or escape tendencies. <sighs> Nonsense. Nonsense. What about the dog with no tail? My dogs are ambidextrous. They wag to the left and they wag to the right. And I watch their tail. I am a butt looker constantly. So according to the study, right wagging tails are, are, are gentler and easy to deal with than left wagging tails. And I say, I don't believe any of it, any of it. 877-725-8255. Darren, the great state of Delaware. Welcome to the pet show. Hey, Darren. Hi, Darren. Darren, Darren, Darren. You're on. Oh, Darren, come on. You've been waiting for a half hour. All right. <clears throat> Here's Darrett's question. Darrett said, Warren, he has a border collie. The collie's very protective of her. She's sweet with other puppies and her grandson. She nips at some people that come into the house. Well, you need to understand, Darrett, that border collies are a herding breed. They're going to protect their herd, the herd being your family, 
not tolerated though when there's any aggressive behavior shown uh, and being overprotective. What I would recommend that you do right off the bat is make sure you spend an awful lot of time socializing your dog, as much socialization uh, as you possibly can. That's number one. Number two, um, the fact that she's she's you know aggressive or nips at people when they come into the house, uh, again, she's being really protective of the house. I wish we would have talked. I would have known more of a background. What I would try to do is when people come over, especially friends and neighbors at the beginning, Darren, are you with me? No. What I would try to do is at least at the beginning, when people come over to your house, rather than wait for them to come inside to introduce you to their dog, uh, to your dog, what I would rather you do is if you can have them, and again, I said friends or relatives outside of your home, uh, they're there, they already know the dog's name, maybe they have one of the dog's favorite toys or a special treat for the dog. So introducing them outside of the home is a lot easier because the dog doesn't have to have that, uh, uh, that territorial protectiveness that he has inside the house. So again, one of the most important things you can do is introduce the dog to more people outside, more socialization. But again, if you have friends, neighbors, or people you can work with so that when you do take them outside the first couple of seconds, automatically something real positive is happening, we can reverse this situation entirely. Um, the nipping, you know, it, it, it's nipping, it's not biting. Again, I think it's more of a, uh, a protective or territorial issue. If you follow my advice there, uh, I wish you'd call me back, but if you follow my advice there, I'm sure it'd be really, really, really beneficial. Uh, the phone number here at the Pet Show, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. The way to get through, we're going to get to you, Brett and Robert. Now, also, I want her to remember, and I'm talking about this nipping because so many people have nipping dogs, that again, she was talking about a border collie. Border collies are kind of like human beings in dog suits. They're very, very bright. And just like people with a really uh, good intelligence need a lot of uh, distraction in their life, so do these dogs. So if you have a border collie, maybe you did basic obedience. Maybe he knows how to heal. Maybe he knows how to sit. Maybe he knows how to stay, come when called, give us whatever you've taught him. More. Get him involved with some advanced training, whether it be a... a, a, a uh, whatever type of training, scent work, if you want, nose work, we call it, or or if you want to get involved with uh, agility training or, or something else. But the bottom line is when you have a dog like a Border Collie that's so intelligent, the more you keep them occupied, the more you keep them stimulated, the less apt they are to develop certain, uh, certain scenarios where behaviors uh, are there. So again, that would be my advice to you. Increase your socialization, increase your behavior training, and you should be absolutely positively fine. 877-725-8255. I'm going to get back to you and Robert and Brett after I take the next break in just a minute or two. I don't want to rush anybody as well. But I was going to talk about this today. Instead, I'm going to put it up on my YouTube channel. And again, if you're not following me on YouTube, you should be. It's free. You can, you know, just subscribe to it. I post stuff there every single day, just about every day. There's there's one-minute tips there. Uh, there's longer tips. There's videos of me doing the, uh, when I was the creature keeper on the uh, the new Mickey Mouse Club. There's shots of me. There's a lot of information there. I mean, all the information talking to you guys for 43 years. You think there's a lot of stuff that you bet there is. So go to my YouTube channel, subscribe. It's youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. One of the things I'm going to be talking about there is uh, something called PTSD, understanding post-traumatic stress disorder among dogs. It's complicated sometimes, but dogs do suffer. So many of my listeners, you guys are amazing. You took your dogs off the street. You took your cats off the street. You rescued them from shelters, abusive situations. Some of these dogs, you know, people that rescue these dogs say, well, you know what? They're coming with some type of uh, 
a, a, a baggage. No, it's not baggage. These are just dogs that were dealt a bad hand, and they and, and any of the issues can be resolved. So we'll talk more about that, but check out my YouTube channel. We'll talk more about PTSD, and thank you guys for adopting those shelter and rescue dogs as well. I really, really do appreciate that. And, you know, a lot of the dogs I worked with in police departments or whatever, they were, you know, uh, they had more of a reason to suffer PTSD, but a lot of dogs that were abused, I've taken dogs out of dog fighting rings, dogs that were beaten by their guardians in the past, and, and the bottom line is they do suffer with PTSD. Uh, that can be, if you're working with the right person in a positive way, can be resolved. However, if a dog does have PTSD and it's an adopted dog and you hire a trainer or, or work with a trainer that's using any type of a, 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 a aversive type training, shock collars, prong collars, all that nonsense, stop, stop, stop. Find someone who can educate your dog with positive reinforcement, a lot of, t of attention, a lot of hugs, a lot of kisses can make all the difference in the world. Hey, the phone number here, 877-725-8255, uh, 877-725-8255. Quick break, then right back to your call. I see Darren is back. I'll try to get to her when we come back as well as Brett and Robert. 877-725-8255. I can talk to you about my hugs and kisses all you want. Listen, you know how much I love your animals. I've been talking to you guys about your dogs and cats for almost 50 years, 43 on radio and TV. That's what prompted me to develop hugs and kisses. And let me tell you, this year is more important than any other year. With all the rain we had and the weather changes we had all spring and winter, this flea season is going to be ferocious, no pun intended. And not just fleas, because of the changes in weather, our dogs and cats are going to be shedding like they've never shed before. I want you guys to understand, you can get the jump on fleas and excessive shedding. My Hugs and Kisses 4-in-1 Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treat with both prebiotics and probiotics is the way to go. Hugs and Kisses is the only supplement with both lecithin and biotin. Listen, there's nothing more important for your dog or cat to help prevent excessive shedding, dander, dry skin, hairballs. And one of the most important reasons to give your dogs hugs and kisses every day, if you want to help prevent fleas, it can make a difference. See, fleas live on blood. If your dog or cat has dry skin, that's what the fleas want. If your dog or cat has healthy, moist skin, they're moving on. I'm telling you, my Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats will help promote shedding and dander control, get rid of skin problems, give your dog shinier coats, and fleas, as I said, are much likely to, less likely to attack. But here's the deal. Don't just take my word. I urge you. I want you to go directly to Amazon.com. Why? If you go to Amazon.com, you can read all of the five-star testimonials about how hugs and kisses have worked for their dogs and their cats. You can also get hugs and kisses besides Amazon.com, available at Walmart.com. You can get them at my website, ThePetShow.com. I'm telling you, this year is going to be the worst with fleas and shedding. Check out Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats. Help your dogs and your cats enjoy a flea-free, shedless uh, summer of fun. Now, Hugs and Kisses available at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, ThePetShow.com. Call my office directly, 1-800-430-HUGS, 1-800-430-HUGS. Amazon, Walmart, ThePetShow.com, 1-800-430-HUGS. I promise you, your pets will look and feel their best with my Hugs and Kisses vitamin mineral supplement treats every single day. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Much oh, way too, too much. much We're back on the pet show. Let me go to Robert first. I'm going to try to get to Brett after the next break. Hey, Robert, you with me? Yes, sir. What's up? Yes, hey, I've acquired a, uh, I guess it's somewhere between three and four-year-old, some kind of a terrier. I'm not sure what the other mix is, but a neat little dog, but she uh, doesn't drink water unless she's in, a, in the house. 
in a, in a, a, door, a ball that she's quite familiar with. I live out in the country, and I have a, anyways, we have a garden hose, a little stream of water, and I have a little pool of water there, and I stuck my finger on the other day while we was out, and as soon as the ripple, she run the other direction. She, I just yeah. Well, let me water. let me try let me try to resolve this for you, Robert. First of all, three year old dog. It's important that they drink enough water. Um, she's uh, she has that one specific bowl that she drinks water out of. What I would do is I would put another bowl alongside of that bowl. Uh, you know, a foot or so away, let her get comfortable with that. Then you could take that bowl and move it somewhere else. I hope she's getting enough water in her diet. If not, what you can do is obviously you can feed her wet food, a little bit of more wet food. Wet food is 80% water, so she'll get more water that way. Some dogs, I don't know how she came to you, but some dogs really get comfortable drinking out of one type of bowl. So whatever type of bowl you have in the house where she's comfortable drinking, get the same type of bowl, two or three of them, and put them at different places around the house, even one outside. She'll associate those bowls with the same bowl she feels comfortable in. Now, if for some reason that doesn't help you, the most important thing you can do at that point is give her a little bit more of the uh, uh, of the uh, 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 the wet food. You can take some uh, tuna juice. You can take some uh, no-salt chicken bouillon or beef bouillon. Mix it with water a little bit, and this way you can get it, but it's important that she drinks enough water. So you can take some chicken uh, or beef stock, mix it a little bit with the water to get it to drink, some tuna juice, or as I said, get several bowls, start feeding her out of the same type of bowl that you have. If it's stainless steel, that's important. And then start moving those bowls around, and sooner or later, she'll start figuring out which bowl she wants to drink out. No doubt about it, Robert. Well, the part that really excites me is she likes she likes to be outdoors. We're, we live on an acreage out in the country a little bit. And, uh, and she'll come outside, and she loves to run, but she'll run until her tongue is dragging the ground. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it's so critical to make sure you get her to drink water. So what I would do is I would get that other bowl, the same type of bowl, put one of those bowls outside, leave it out there with you. Um, Don't try to overly encourage her. Uh, You might want to try putting some ice in an outdoor bowl. Sometimes if it's a little cooler, uh, dogs actually enjoy drinking it a little bit more. But again, as I said, um, obviously she's peeing, she's drinking water inside. We want to get her to drink water outside. It's not the emergency where the dog's not drinking enough water all together so that's what i want you to do at this point give it a shot in the meantime you have a three-year-old terrier mix i'm going to put you on hold and i am going to send you for your dog i am going to send you you know what i am going to send you some oh gosh i don't even know what i want to send you you know what i'm going to send you some lucy pet food on its way to you in the great state of washington appreciate it phone number 877-725-8255 i gotta take a break I got to take so many breaks. Let me take. By the way, again, I see the phones are jam packed. There's no way I'm going to get to all your calls. I'm going to try to get to uh, uh, to Brett when we come back if we have time. But there's no way I can get to all these calls. There's a lot of great information. Check out my two major sites. Go to my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/WarrenXTein. It's free. Subscribe or go to my website. There's hundreds of articles there. Simply thepetshow.com. Don't forget the THE. Quick break, then we'll try to get back to some more calls. Listen. You love animals. Let me tell you about an organization that I've been behind and supporting for many years. If you knew that with every single dollar you spent, every single dollar you donate, you can actually change the destiny of thousands of dogs and cats deserted in the wild. Isn't that something you'd want to do? Something you'd want to leave behind? For the last 42 years, Delta Rescue and my friend Leo Grillo would never be able to do the work they do every single day without you. That's right, you. You I'm talking to. You, my listeners, and your generous support. 
From saving lives to providing lifetime medical care for over 1,500 dogs and cats, Delta is the group that deserves your dollars. That's why I decided to make a personal bequest for Delta's rescued animals in my own estate planning. Many reasons. A bequest to Delta will make your legacy work for the animals now, avoid fundraising costs, and provide tax benefits. You know, Delta Rescue, by the way, also happens to be a top-ranked charity by GuideStar.com, and that's important. And they prove every single day that your donation dollars are hard at work doing what they should be doing, helping the animals. But I get it. Even if you're not ready to make long-range plans, every donation, big donation, small, medium, every donation, a chance to get more than 1,500 dogs, cats, and horses, not just happy, not just safe, but actually loved for the first time in their lives. I urge you. I urge you to go to their website, DeltaRescue.org. That's DeltaRescue.org. Read the stories of how these throwaway pets were rescued. And then make a donation if you can. If not, maybe you can put them on your uh, uh, on your your bequest list like I did. So check out Delta Rescue at DeltaRescue.org. That's DeltaRescue.org, DeltaRescue.org. Or if you'd like to text a donation, you can do that too. Go to dogs at 801-801. That's dogs to 801-801. The dogs are waiting for you. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Here I come to save the day. That means that mighty mouse. And we are back on the, the pet show. I'm Warren X. And I always feel bad this time because I'm not going to have time to take another call. I know, Brett, Joy, you've been hanging on for a while. Jay, uh, try to call next week earlier. Remember, we uh, were on uh, for two hours. If you try to call the first hour, maybe a little easy to get through. And this way, I don't have to worry about running out of time. But in the meantime, there are so many people that are, are emailing and calling and they want information. What I've done is on my website, thepetshow.com, and everything on the website is free if you want to order the stuff. Of course not, but everything there is free. Uh, there's hundreds of articles, lots of great videos. So check it out. If I didn't get to answer your question, perhaps your answer is on the website, thepetshow.com. Don't forget that, T-H-E, thepetshow.com. The other thing I started doing, I guess about eight or nine months ago, is I really started putting an awful lot of stuff on my YouTube channel. And the reason I did that is obviously I run out of time. Obviously, there's more questions than availability for me to answer them. So on the YouTube channel, I do a lot of tips. Some of them are just like shorts, one-minute tips, how to stop your dog, how to get your cat, what to do. Also, there are longer videos up there as well that go into a lot more depth. There's some videos there of some of the uh, uh, the work I did on TV and radio. So you want to check it out. Uh, subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything. It's YouTube.com slash Warren Eckstein. E-C-K-S-T-I-N, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Uh, until next week, you know what to do by now. Give all your pets a big hug and a kiss for you. A special hug and a kiss right between the ears for me. I'm Warren Eckstein, and thank you, yeah, thank you for listening to The Pet Show. <laughs>